1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points
1: amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R A M P.com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank. Members of DIC terms and conditions apply.
0: Here's the thing there's seven days in a week. And five out of the seven, if not more, you're, you're working. working. Yep. So why the frick would <laughs> yeah. you ever choose? To do something five out of the seven days out of the week that you don't like yeah just or you don't much much. like Ooh, it's about to get juicy here Hey guys, welcome back to TK's Juicy Pod. I'm here with my bestie gal pal. <laughs> oh,
1: hello. Hello. I
0: guess YouTuber, influencer, podcaster, oh
1: businesswoman, Adrian Finch. Wow, hi. Thanks. Hi. That's an awesome intro. Yes, I'm Adrian <laughs> Finch. It's funny. I'm not used to being like podcaster, but now that I have a podcast, Heck yeah, I'm a podcaster, caster of the pod. We just recorded a podcast for Adrian's.
0: Pod. pod, pod. I was going to say channel, <laughs> but like her pod. Yes. And you guys should go to listen to it after you listen to this one. Go gas her up, leave a review. She interviews me. Ooh, I do. Self made CEO. Oh yeah, baby. It's all about like business and entrepreneurship and manifestation, which I'm going to get into a little bit. Adrian, I want you to tell the world who you are, where you came from, how you got yeah. to where you are today, like okay. briefly. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna pause the episode really quickly so I can talk about literally one of my favorite things on the planet, da-da-da-da, Anchor. So if you haven't heard about Anchor before, it's basically the easiest way to make a podcast period. Let me just explain to you what they have. First of all, it's free, which like nothing's free anymore. So I feel like that's already your number one winner. Second of all, there's like all these different creation tools on the platform where you can make your own podcast and like you can record and edit it right from your phone or your computer, which is like crazy because you don't need all this fancy equipment. And like I said, it's free. So you're saving money that way too. And then my personal favorite thing about Anchor and like the main reason why I use it is because Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on all different platforms that like basically any podcast can be distributed. So it can be heard through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So all you do is submit your podcast link and they literally distribute it everywhere for you, which is incredible. And overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So it's super easy. I can't recommend it enough. I personally use this every week and I just love it so much. I recommend it to everyone of my friends that wants to start a podcast. Even my brother uses it. So it's very user friendly and I definitely recommend. So be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So don't miss your opportunity to make an awesome podcast and download the free Anchor app Or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now let's get back into the episode. Hope you're enjoying it so far.
1: So I'm Adrian Finch. I actually, fun fact, have two last names and they're hyphenated. We yeah. are Finch. But the thing is, that sounds weird and is hard to spell. So I was like, hi, Marketing 101. Let's change that. <laughs> so I'm from Seattle and moved to L.A. in 2011 for film school. I was a screenwriting major, business minor. I've yes. always been super interested in like marketing and business, but also creativity. Like I've always done entertainment. I've always wanted to like, you know, write or storytell in some way or another, whether it's on camera or off camera. And so through film school, I interned at a bunch of companies, both like digital studios and production companies and, you know, those types of things. And I kind of discovered that, like, whoa, YouTube is a cool platform where people have channels now that are actually their businesses and actually yeah. like legitimate sources of entertainment. And I thought, you know what, maybe I should start that. <laughs> and so I started a YouTube channel. And, you know, I what I cared about so much was like marketing and branding growth. And at the beginning of when I started, so you're
0: I, already thinking I was already of it as a business. Oh, 100%. Gotcha. But
1: like not in a way where it was restricting my creativity. I think it was actually fun because I was doing it for fun. I wasn't doing it for money. Yeah. I was just, I was genuinely interested in SEO and in like thumbnails, like learning more and more about it, which is funny to think now. That's what I was super into. And it worked for me because I know YouTube has shifted a lot over the past couple of years. When I started, it was like, if you understood SEO and tagging and title, yeah. like, your videos would pop off. And that's like what would happen to me. I remember I would go into my friends videos like when I was a tiny, tiny YouTuber. Like I would go into like Janine's videos and like put the tags in her videos and like her video would pop off. And she's like, how are you doing this? Throwback to when that mattered because obviously. No, no, it like doesn't that. matter at all. I feel like. Yeah, no. But anyway, so I have a YouTube channel and um, I make videos on kind of a lot of different things, tech and lifestyle. I'm actually in currently in a little revamping situation where I want to talk a lot more about like business and entrepreneurship. Thanks to Taylor. Honestly, <laughs> like, holy crap, we've been talking about it. And then I have a podcast and the podcast, as you said, self-made CEO, based Basically, my goal is to empower either aspiring entrepreneurs or just young people or old people, anyone. I'm still kind of honing in on who really will benefit the most from this, but I just want to empower people to understand that like your life is your life and you can do anything in the entire world that you want. And it, all it takes is you believing you can, you having some business tactics and having the right mindset. And that's totally it. so on the podcast, we cover all of those topics. And other than that, I'm just a freaking weirdo. I live in L.A. and I love, um... I don't know, hanging out. (laughs) So, did you always know that you wanted to move to LA? Honestly, not specifically LA. I just hated Seattle weather so much, and I loved entertainment, so it kind of just made sense. Okay, but but it actually ended up happening because of the school I got into, which was LMU, Loyola Marymount University. I actually applied to a bunch of schools like all up and down the West Coast, but then I ended up choosing LMU, which happened to be in California. And it's funny. Once I got to LA, I was like, okay, wait, duh! I should have like thought about this from the start. Yeah, it made complete sense. But I didn't. I didn't actually always now which is weird. Do you feel like you cuz you majored in screenwriting,
0: yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you still want to
1: pursue that? Yeah, so it's interesting. I think that I don't know, I don't necessarily want to pursue like the traditional route of that. Right. Do like you know. I don't think I want to pursue it necessarily. However, I love writing. Like, I love writing shows. It's something that if the opportunity ever came up where, you know... Even if when, when our show comes yes, out. Yes, when our show comes out. <laughs> no, for real, I was about to say, like, when we decide one day, like, you know what, let's freaking make all of our stuff, combine it into something that could be a show. Like, heck yeah, yeah I'm into that. But I'm not actively pursuing a career in screenwriting. The traditional film life, as we've talked about before, off, off like like is so... That's, like, so 2008. Yeah, it's, like, so <laughs> difficult. Did so I just like so difficult? <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah. So I mean I love storytelling. What I love about YouTube is even though I'm not like writing a script every single time, it's storytelling. It's still Oh, it's literally a story. you're doing everyone's job on set. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. You're doing 80 million people's job. So jobs. I love that. So your podcast is awesome. Thanks. I love how it's just so business oriented. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like that's where you really thrive. So guys, seriously, yeah. go listen to it. Oh, thanks. But I want to like really hone in on your business side mm-hmm. and like your opinions on things mm-hmm. and all of that. So we made a crap ton of polls, which yeah. can I just say how awesome it was? Literally text you for five seconds and you already knew. Like she was already I sending me poll ideas. Up. No, which I <laughs> loved because most people I'm like, so like you come up with some polls. questions and I'll be like, example, this, this and this and this. I
1: won't get one poll question. Oh my god! I'll come up with all of them. I was sitting there just thinking and like rattling off stuff. I could have gone on for an hour. I'm so interested in people's thoughts and opinions on these types of topics. Also, who would have thought I'd end up doing a business podcast? Like I'm the weirdest person you've ever met and when people realize I'm like serious about business, they're like, oh wow, wait. No, you are so
0: serious. That's how our friendship developed and we talked about this on your pod, so go listen to it. But uh, it it was through we were, we were literally at Coachella and we were talking about business, business and that's how <laughs> we like In the middle of a giant music yeah. festival. It's awesome. Okay. The first question is, and we're, we're going to like, I'll probably ask you my own curious questions yeah, yeah, as please, they come up. Whatever you want. But the first question is, do you believe people have to work to make more money?
1: Okay. Like, work more. Oh, work more. So, personally, I genuinely believe that time spent does not equal dollars earned. No. And I think there's this really traditional belief that it's the hustle mentality work harder, work longer, work more hours, do more jobs. Work That's smarter. how you're going to make more money. Right. And exactly. And now we're starting to, you know, some of the, the woke ones, so to speak, are realizing like, <laughs> stay no, woke. Yeah, stay woke. We're realizing, no, we just need to work smarter. It's not about the time. It's not about like there are entrepreneurs who work one hour a day and make a million dollars a month. Like okay, maybe not a month. Uh, You know whatever. And so no, I believe that wholeheartedly that you can literally create income for yourself that does not depend on hours that you are spending putting into something. Got you. What do you think? I want to (laughs) know. Okay, so it says, do you
0: believe people have to work more to make more money? I think maybe literally no in a grand scheme of things. But I think if I was telling my friend, I'd say yes. I like, you gotta, I I would just say, like, to me, I'm like, okay, I've got to take my time pay my dues yeah to work more, okay to and clarify then I can make more money i but agree
1: with that my point is that the end goal i believe that like let's say you build up this company you put your blood sweat and tears into it it's impacting a ton of people you're the leader but you have a team what i mean is that you're working hard to get there but i'm just trying to say that like i believe that you can make shifts in your business even just hiring team members that's taking a workload off your plate yes so i'm saying like i agree I your whole thing is work smarter not harder Thank you so much to Apartments.com
0: for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing-slash-time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 Hard Challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most is liquid iv y'all when i tell you i literally crave liquid iv like the lemon lime flavor lives rent free in my head first of all it just always quenches my thirst but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it and it's just so good like a nice cold crisp glass of liquid iv oh my gosh Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste-tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a Liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing. Nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com.
1: Yeah, work, like, I, in no way am I like, be lazy, don't ever yeah. do anything. You have to work hard. You have to pay your dues. But I do believe your life does not have to be this constant grind, 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 grind. Gotcha. Like, it can get to a point where you've created a business for yourself that allows you freedom and flexibility with yeah. time, with money. In you know, that's so all that I means. So 63% said yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, okay. Interesting. (laughs) That makes sense, though, because also I think that the question, it's a little bit broad. Like, you know, we're not really explaining what we mean by work more, you know, because any people traditionally are thinking like, okay, if you work more hours at an hourly job, you're making more money. If you put in more work, you're going to be rewarded more, which is true, I believe. But again, it's kind of more the like longer term thing that I'm just, for example, it's like... I talked to someone recently who I was saying, you know, how, okay, it was a consultant Mm -hmm. and he was like telling me how he has X number of clients. He's always like busy and working way too hard, like working these long hours because he's helping all these clients and he's making amazing money. But he was like, I literally like am driving myself insane because I'm like working way too hard. I can't scale up anymore. Like he can't make any more money because he's doing one-on-one and I was like, my mom had to do that. Yeah, no. And it's, it's part of being a consultant, I think is going through the evolution of one-on-one one and then transitioning that I think it's any kind of client totally yeah you can't scale because you're using you're taking your hours and you only have so many hours yeah so not that I'm some genius but like my instant thought was okay well he genuinely believed like Mm -hmm. oh like no I have to do like I have to put in those hours and I was thinking well hold on though a could you ever do group coaching that's knocking like 10 birds with one hour or whatever B, could you ever do online programs which is like you could make one program that's like good for this specific niche and then step away and the the work you're doing instead of working with these individual clients and spending all your time, you're spending your time improving the program and working with your team. So you're working less, but you're actually scaling more. That's, I think, a perfect example of what I mean. There are ways to shift your life or your business where you can make money but not have. And it's not about like, I don't want to work. It's more just like, be smarter about how you're working.
0: I think that like, one thing I've learned even just from recording your podcast today, and literally my day at work and just like what we the conversation Mm -hmm. we just had we need to get out of our heads more and ask people we value like their opinion 100% and be like hey this is what I'm struggling with what do you think Mm -hmm. because as an outsider perspective looking like what you just did for that guy yeah like because you're you have no personal you're not married to the project you're not married to the game you have no personal things attaching you to it so like you can look at that issue and like see it Right so clear yes so clear
1: you know and he's probably in his own head like oh but that's a risk what if the clients don't want online yes and you're like what if you know Sally's gonna be mad at me that I blah blah blah
0: you're like no like you see it so clearly so I think me including and like and we just talked about it with you (laughs) (laughs) and with that guy and like really probably anyone in their own life that's trying to like start a business or scale it even with their own work or like social media even with their Instagram posts like send it to a couple friends and like Mm -hmm. tell them what you're struggling with or what you're trying to decide, ask for their opinion. And I think you'll be way more, it'll be a lot more easier. And I need to get out of your head. 63% said,
1: yes, you have to work more, but I can see how it can be, which I totally understand too. Like, and by the way, that's completely an okay opinion. I, that's also what we're like wired to think because we're wired to think I spent an hour doing this. It's worth this value, but we're now it's only a recent thing of not even having hourly jobs more so. And like doing things like task by task, even with YouTube, it's like this video, this video might take me one day. It might take me three weeks, but it's still the same project, the same task. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Yeah.
0: I wanted to ask you before we continue with mm-hmm. the polls, because I don't know if we had a specific one on manifestation. Did you? Um. No, actually, I don't think I don't think so. you did. No. So really? I want to know what you do. Like, can you give me an example? Yeah, of totally. For instance, you can use me. Like, okay, let's say I want to mm-hmm. be an uh, on-camera host. Mm-hmm.
1: How do I manifest that? Yes. Okay. Tell me why you know this is real. If anyone wants to, not to, like, promote my own stuff again, but if I did an episode called Manifest Anything in 24 Hours on my podcast, where I not only, like, give the background of, like, the actual science, too, of, like, why yeah. this works, but also this nine-step process. I where- need a listen that one. You should. It, honestly, if I were to, like, preach any episode, it's 100% that really? one. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I got the most comments, emails, DMs being like, Really? I've gotten so many messages being like, oh my god, I did this, and it worked. It's, I can't believe it. I'm now, like, a believer You should of
0: it. share those, like, on your po- your podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, ask 100%. if you can share the DM, like, on your podcast Instagram. Yeah,
1: that's what I, I. That's so cool. Yeah, because, like, it's insane. I was even shocked, like, I got this whole email from this, like, 50-year-old woman being like, I never, like, write into things like this. This, but I was so compelled to tell you this because this was absolutely insane that this happened and basically the whole nine step process and the reason I tell people, like, start with something so small, like something that means nothing to you. How did you how did you find out? So this is what happened. Literally a year or a year and a half ago, I was a little bit in this funk of kind of like not being fully fulfilled with what I was doing, but kind of like not knowing what I but also being like, man, I really want to make a lot of money and like do something really impactful and like that. But I like didn't really know. And my friend was in town visiting and by the way my parents are both psychologists okay so a lot of these things that I'm learning now they've actually been telling me my whole life and I just it never clicked with me I just never fully like my mom for my whole freaking life would tell me like Adrian, that's so negative like you should be like flipping those negative things you're saying into positive like fake it till you make it just say it out loud say something or like when I used to feel sick to my stomach before I found out I had food allergies my mom would be like okay but just don't focus on it like out loud say that you feel good and you feel healthy and I was like mom that's literally the dumbest thing I've ever Heard, like, <laughs> what the heck? Like, I was like, you're so a psycho.
0: Anything mom says, I know, like, anything like, that comes out of my mom's mouth, i'm like, that's dumb, but like, actually, it
1: is. No, I know, but it's just like, but it took me so long. I was like, mom, my stomach physically hurts, and you're gonna tell me to out loud say that I feel good? Like, why? No. Yeah. And then it's like, I started learning about all this science and like neuroplasticity and all this crap that I'll talk about in a second. But so basically, my friend Charlotte was in town, and we were like, gonna watch something on Netflix, had no idea what, like, couldn't find anything. And then, randomly, out of literally nowhere, we saw like a trailer for the movie The Sea. Secret, which is this old movie. Oh my god, I need to watch it. It's, it's like, literally the type of movie that you would watch in your, like, sixth grade history class. Like, that's the way it's filmed. It's, like, this old, like, documentary style, like, whatever thing. Do you recommend? Yeah, 100%. Because, like, the book is one of the most famous and oldest, like, manifestation books. And so the movie is just, like, the, the documentary, like, version of it. But after I watched the movie, I got the book. So basically, I was watching this documentary, and it's essentially just introducing you to the law of attraction yeah. to manifestation. It's one of those things when other people talked about it before this, I was like, okay, what? Like, it sounds yeah. kind of culty and, like, weird. <laughs> and I was like, what? I feel like people just say that. Totally. They don't have anything totally. to back it up. Totally. You know And I mean? also, it's this whole explanation where it's like, when you meet someone on the street, you're not necessarily going to go into, like, the freaking science behind yes. manifestation. That's what I also got a lot of comments about on this episode of my pod. They're like, thank you for actually explaining because so many people just say it. People are like, you just got to say it out loud. And I'm like, yeah. what? Why? like why? why and also they're like thank you for actually giving like an an actionable process too because a lot of people are like they don't want to like tell people like how to do it because they're like no like I figured this they like don't give you actually how to do it anyway so for those of you that are actually freaking wondering like what is the law of attraction and manifestation basically there are universal laws that I don't care like what religion what anything like don't think of this as any type of like thing you believe or don't like try to let go of like beliefs because this is not really something like yes there are people that are like I don't believe that's true and that's fine but this is not like that type of thing It's It's, not that deep, fam. It's not that (laughs) deep, fam. It's true. Like, thank you. That's perfect. So the law of attraction basically just states that like attracts like. And all that really means is that, you know, you can you can say it in the sense of like karma or like the positive energy you put out there, like you're gonna get good in return. Like, all those concepts that are talked about all like fall under the law of attraction. It essentially means every single thing in the entire world has energy, is energy. This table is energy, I am energy, this chair is energy, this computer's energy, but also the Thoughts you were thinking that you cannot see are energy, literally physically made okay. up of energy. So if you can think about every single thing having an, an energy, yeah. to to put it simply. There are different frequencies that all these energies are on. Uh-huh. And this is where we get, like, weird and technical, so I'll keep it brief. But essentially, like, let's pretend that, like, a positive thought is, like, a high vibration frequency. Okay. And, like, a negative thought or a feeling of anxiety or stress or, like, you know, when your heart, like, does yes. a thing and like you're, like, sinks. Yeah. yeah, like, sinks. That physical feeling, like, that's energy. And that's, let's call that a low vibration yeah. frequency. In the universe, literally again I'm not a scientist so you guys should listen to the other episodes I really go in depth and like give quotes and stuff from actual scientists but basically like attracts like in the sense that high vibrational frequencies attract other high vibrational frequencies low ones attract low ones so there's a reason why if you stub your toe first thing in the morning and all of a sudden you're like oh god dang it like that hurt so much you'll feel like three more bad things just happened to you right after that right it's kind of like you feel this never ending spiral of things so that's not actually because the world is out to get you and bad things are just gonna happen to you all day long it's because of the meaning that you're assigning what just happened so the instant something bad happens and the instant your brain goes to like oh my god everyone's shitting on me the world hates me that's when you are now attracting more of that into your life Okay. so this is like again it it takes a while to like really wrap your head around it but the bottom line point is that you're attracting into your life the things that you are thinking and the things that you are putting out. Thoughts become things. And that sounds so crazy when you're first like learning about this. But then as you see it unfold, you understand why. So let me just give like a quick. So for sure, watch The Secret. Yeah, watch The Secret. Is there a book or anything else? I should yeah. Eat? Well, like The Secret just gives like the basic and then there are a million other like blogs. But and, The like, Secret is, the secret is definitely okay. like a good starter because basically what happened with me was I watched it and all of a sudden, something in me just clicked where I was like, oh my god. A, my parents have been telling me this crap my whole life and I never like, it just didn't click. Like I didn't understand that what they were telling me actually was this. Watching The Secret sparked this interest in me to okay. go do a million, like to, I ordered like 10 books off Amazon. I like went I was so into it. And because also, it's exciting when someone is telling you like, hey, by the way, you can literally have anything you want yeah. in your life. And it changed my complete perspective on just everything in life. What's happening when you are meditating or focusing on something you want so what you do let's say you're choosing a butterfly okay you're gonna manifest a butterfly in 24 hours you're gonna just there's gonna be a butterfly wait so are you supposed to put a time frame on it no you don't have to I like to put a timestamp but again with the whole thing you're not supposed to be attached to any outcome so sometimes the timestamp is good and sometimes it's not because it's not good if you're gonna look at that timestamp as like stress like it hasn't happened yeah. yet. it hasn't happened yet if you're not gonna view it, if you're just letting go the timestamp does doesn't even matter so basically the first thing you need to do is create a symbol that like reminds you of that so maybe it's an actual butterfly so this is where like a vision board would come in you can look at this physical thing that reminds you of a butterfly yeah there are all these other steps which i won't get into because it's on the episode but basically what your brain is doing subconsciously and also It's important to know that, like, your 95% of literally your actions, your decisions, your thoughts, everything is coming from your subconscious brain, not your conscious brain. So you don't even know why you're making the decisions you're making. It's all because of previous things that have happened, things people have said, like, things you don't even know. So when you're looking at something over and over and over basically this there's this section of your brain called the reticular activating system that is in charge of filtering your reality to like show what is important to you that's how to explain it in the easiest terms you know when you have a crush on someone yeah and you like start seeing their car everywhere yeah do you know what i mean or like your yeah. car sh- like cars are the best example because this happens to me all the time or like you're car shopping and you're kind of interested in this like audi whatever and then all of a sudden they're everywhere yes okay so the reason you're why like that's the dog or mm-hmm. yeah the reason why that's happening is not because there are all of a sudden more of that dog in the world or more of that car. It's because you have flagged that part of your brain that triggers. This is important to me. So I'm now going to notice it way more. So you're not doing anything actively. You're You're not not actually seeing more cars. Well, you might be you're seeing more cars, but you're there aren't more cars. Yes. The same yes. amount of Audis are driving the same by, amount. You but you're the seeing same. more and gotcha. you're not doing anything to do that. You notice that you aren't looking for it. You're not thinking about it. You're not like, oh, I wonder how many Audis I'm going to see. It's just happening.
0: That's the perfect example is my friend didn't know what Hot Girl Summer was. And I was like, what? How do you not know what Hot Girl Summer is? Then the next time I saw her, she's like, oh, my God, like I've seen everywhere. this everywhere. Yes, as exactly. As soon as, you know, we told exactly. her about it. You know, I believe things happen for a reason. And I also believe that like th- there's just like already a plan for me and I'm mm-hmm. like going to figure it out mm-hmm. when I'm like manifesting. Do you ever feel like it's possible to be manifesting something that's just not in the cards for you?
1: Yeah, I think that what's always important is like what you just said is so key where you believe like there's a plan and it'll happen and you know, everything happens for a reason that and manifestation are like the same with different language. Basically what you're saying is, hey, if something doesn't work out, it's not supposed to work out. So with manifesting, it's kind of the same thing. I just, I like, I don't want to be, I guess like how hard am I supposed to, you know what I mean? See, and that's the whole thing where like I think that people think of it. Like, you're supposed to... Be, like,
0: because people are like, you're supposed to believe it. Like, you didn't believe in it hard enough. And I'm like...
1: well. So, you know? I think it goes both ways. Like, sometimes I do think people create resistance for themselves, which would be, like, putting too much pressure on it, putting too much stress on it. But then I also think there are things where it's like... If you're wanting something so bad and it's not working, then that's also sometimes your own brain or intuition's way or let the it universe out. saying like, let this go, because that's exactly what manifesting is, is letting go of the outcome. So if you're like, no, but I need this. Like, why is yeah. it not working? Why is it not working? So good. that in itself is actually creating the, res-
0: I love the that. resistance. Okay. Like I said, I want to be a host. Yeah. So let's say there are a few things that I've written down, like the way I guess I manifest is I will just like write down lists of things that I want or I mm-hmm. will be this or mm-hmm. I, I do that. Amazing. Right? Yes. But like I'm not, I, I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing. I just like, I get in these spurts no, and I write things down. That's it. Though. But my question is in my last thing that I wrote down, I like, I was like, I want to be a host and I want to find. A host that can be my mentor, because mm-hmm. I don't know any host very well on a yeah. personal level, where I can be like, "Hey, what is this actually like?" Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I'm wishing for and hoping for, and I'm quote manifesting.
1: How do I do that? do that? Yeah. Okay, what's important to know is that you'd never want to, like, not take action at all. You always want to be acting, but you do not want to be planning out. Like, so let's say you have on your list, I want a host, like, I want a mentor that's a host. Instead of you then thinking, okay, what can I do? I'm going to email 10 people a day. That's all helpful, but those aren't the things in this regard that are going to get it for you. It's more what you can do is do what you're already doing, which is writing down the things that you desire. Do you say I want or do you say I will? You say like I am like I am a successful host. I have a successful host that's my mentor. So it's like present, present, present tense, because it's putting you in the mindset of the feelings and the emotions of like it actually happening now. So the first thing is always like present tense, um, visualizing, like when you get that, what that feels like, what it sounds like, what it smells like. So, can you like kind of lay this out? Like, it's on your man. Yes. Okay. Example. So, like, let's say, granted, like, I don't meditate. I really need to, <laughs> but meditation is a really easy way to do this. But even if you're not, even if you spend two minutes every morning just looking at your list, read it out loud. So, you'd read, I have a successful host as a mentor. Like, I am a whatever. You read those things out loud and you literally just sit there, even for 60 seconds, close your eyes and just physically visualize you are in that role. How okay, does it so feel? So visualize me doing mm-hmm. that. Me. Like. Or if it's the thing about having a mentor, visualize you sitting there with someone where you're getting like all the advice. Because I have people feel. like in my head, I want to be. Okay, dude. Mentor. So so visualize literally sitting with those people. They're talking to you. You're And almost like you can make yourself like feel things. Like get excited about it. Like I, I want to make a whole course on manifestation. You should. Because I'm still working on it. So I don't feel like fully qualified. You really to should. Talk about it. But I'm also like... Oh my god. I really wanted to ask you that because I feel like
0: I mean I just had Ollie on so I learned a lot, but I'm very specific. Like I want to know the little things that I can do to help make it happen. So I wanted to ask. And
1: I think you're really open to things. Like sometimes you just have to trust a process and just try it. Worst that's gonna happen, okay, it doesn't work for you and you decide you never try again manifestation. Yeah, and like that's okay if someone decides they don't want to try again. Like, but at least you try. I'm happy that you're like open to it because it's honestly just it's weird and it's crazy, but but it's like you notice it happening and then you're like oh my god you know. i'm a
0: firm believer in like the mind is powerful oh, gary v he he's extreme but he's like if you just don't believe you won't get like sick you won't get a cough mm-hmm. you won't like, See, no, but like season, i
1: literally believe that like, like that is extreme. weird
0: like in extreme cases it's like okay you're I've ridiculous read stories but, about but also with, like, like it's it's weird because for instance alicia and i like as an example we're at Coachella, like every year we go and we get like a horrible cold yeah. after, and this just how it is. Like, you have dust everywhere, like in your nostrils, whatever. And we're like, no i'm not gonna get sick i'm just i'm gonna get like whatever and like obviously if you do things like take emergency and whatever like while you're there it's just like weird when you like have a certain mindset about Mm -hmm. something it is so true preach it and you practice it anyway let's continue with the yeah no totally because i'm so glad you talked about that though i'm going to but also listen to the manifestation one manifest anything in 24 hours okay would you rather be
1: an entrepreneur or an employee well, personally, I'd rather be an entrepreneur and I am one. I just never found myself like working well in a nine to five like routine experience. I want to be doing different things every day. that's the and I also just when I know that I'm capable of like creating something myself, I just like don't want to work for someone else, not because I don't want to pay my dues or like that I don't want to like work for anyone. It's just I knew that I was destined to like create my own thing. yeah, so I personally entrepreneurship all the way. That's funny because i I would say the same.
0: I I know one day that I'll just yeah. be on my own and, like, hopefully have my own team and stuff. But it's weird because I also feel like I am a damn good employee. You are! <laughs> yeah. You 100% are. But I think I am only a good employee because of how much I love and respect my job and my mm-hmm. boss and mm-hmm. the people I work with. Which is so key. So, I think it goes hand in hand. Yeah, Anyone can be a good employee and in my true. situation. Like, because I remember- my my team is awesome. Totally. Do you know what I mean? No, and I think,
1: yeah, I think in internships i've had where i like loved them so much it's like i worked my butt off and i would like loved doing it and then at the end of the day i was still like i'd prefer to do my own thing but like i really respect i love hearing about my friends like jobs where they work at like big tech companies i yeah. like, love hearing about it. i think it's so cool but it's like what would you the question is what would you rather be i would rather be an entrepreneur, me too. entrepreneur.
0: Yeah. okay 68 percent said entrepreneur that makes sense to mm-hmm. me i feel like millennials like
1: and I'd be curious, I forget if we asked this, but I'd be curious how many of those people are actually trying to do yes. that or whether those people believe that they can't, you know? Also, let me just ask you this. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you, are you on any dating apps or have no. you ever been? I have been, but Okay. I'm wh- like, what are your thoughts when like a guy has entrepreneur in his thing?
1: Uh, I feel like it's just not specific enough where it's like, if someone's just saying Sound like you don't have a job. Yeah, no, same, honestly, because if <laughs> which Which so funny.
0: Yeah. Cause like, we're but, like, we want to but honest. if
1: you're an entrepreneur, but the, I think entrepreneur is the term that categorizes like so many different jobs. Yes. So if you're an entrepreneur, but you're like working on a fitness app, be like founder of fitness. Yes, apps, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, why, if you're just saying entrepreneur, I do feel like you don't have a job or you're like in transition or you're, yes. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Or you're like literally still a student, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Like still in a frat. Yeah, you're still for (laughs) sure. Is being an influencer a real job?
1: Well, I will say firsthand it absolutely is. But it's funny, even when I first started, I would, like, refer to other people as, like, oh, it's fine, I have a fake job. M- mostly, honestly, out of, like, self-deprecating humor, like, huh, "Yeah, whatever, it's fine, I have a fake job. job. But no, it's absolutely a freaking real job. But I do understand that I think the perception to a lot of people, especially in different regions of the country, would be different maybe. Yeah. A
0: hundred and a million percent, yes, mm-hmm. it is a real job. And you're never off the clock.
1: You're never off the clock. People do not understand that, too. It's like, oh, I Same posted not thing. Same with entrepreneurs, though. Totally. But, but especially like, with influencers, with being on social media. Because yeah, it's also, it blends into your actual life. Like, yeah. oh, I posted an Instagram story. Well, actually, I had to consciously think, like, oh, my gosh, it's been six hours. And I didn't post an Instagram yeah. story. 78 percent said yes oh good cool isn't that awesome maybe I it's because i'm always
0: drilling into my I mean, yeah, well good
1: <laughs> i uh no, i truly believe uh 78 percent said yes so and i think awesome. people that say no probably just really don't know like well, what. let's up. see who
0: said no <laughs> the only thing is with growing on instagram is like i want to see what my friends vote and i can't i want to i want to be able to instagram please give me a that would search nice tab sometimes. okay i see a bunch of people like from indiana that are saying um no See, and that's interesting. I was going to say, like, I think the people that say no are just But I think educated. they think we actually live the lives that we just post on Instagram. Oh,
1: 100%. No, they don't see. That's what I'm like,
0: saying. They're people not People don't think it. probably that my room is a mess. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, they probably
1: think that I just, like, run around and look cute all yeah, the time. Yeah, or, like, normal people don't think like that. So it's like when you see a post or you see a video, you're not seeing the amount of hours and thought that is going Totally. Into it. Okay. Well, Which is more popular slash cool, being an entrepreneur or an employee? I think that in LA, I think it's like, quote, cooler, like being an entrepreneur. But then I think in cities where it's like big tech companies and like, you know, like Wall Street and like New York, like, I think it's like, quote, cooler to be an employee. I think like I agree pretty much I would say like 80% everywhere like millennials are like entrepreneurs that's yeah, so cool
0: sure. but then the 20% that are like from Podonk mm-hmm. USA like in Indiana
1: that their parents yeah. are like finance like yeah. go work at Deloitte yeah. <laughs> I think it has to do with geography honestly and yeah. age a little bit too yes like oh our God, age group is completely. like wow being an entrepreneur is so cool but like our parents age group actually is probably still like that's so cool but then like even above that they're kind of like what yeah <laughs> okay true or false I believe I could say Successfully start a business. I mean, for me, true because I I've just always thought that, and I feel like you're that
0: type of person. Yeah, for me, true. Yeah, sixty-one percent said true
1: oh, wow, that's good. That is good. That's really good. I feel like I feel like if you think percentage. about it,
0: even on the smallest scale, majority of the people could start a small For sure. business. But you I know think what I mean? what's
1: interesting, the key word is like believing because I think a lot of people could but then they're like, oh my god, but I couldn't do that. Like, yeah. That's too hard. Like, oh, yeah. I could never. Which do you care more about? Loving your
0: job or security slash stability?
1: Personally, loving your job 100% because I personally believe the success, quote unquote, or like income comes with literally loving what you're doing because you're, like, living, breathing, sleeping, it, and you want to be more successful at it, and you're working harder at it. We have one life to live. Am I gonna Uh, work to uh, live or live to work? Okay, here's the thing.
0: There's seven days in a week, and five out of the seven, if not more, you're You're working. working. Yep. So, why the frick would you ever choose... To do something five sure. out of the seven days out of the week that
1: you don't like. Yeah. Just you to don't what, love. spend like a lot of money doing something fun on Not the Not even that you don't like, taking, that, you, that yeah. you don't love. Yeah, that you don't
0: love. 59% said loving your job. Okay, yeah. I think people definitely like fear not having also I do I literally always have it, say this it's so on brand for me but like I do have a lot of Midwest followers so like a lot of their parents are very into like no you just go to work yeah. and then you like yeah. have fun on the weekends
1: and I think there's a difference between like being miserable at your job and just not like doing a job that's stable but then there's kind of this dream in the back of your head that like oh in another life like but I would do and this is why I love asking people but like oh what do you do this do you like it yeah okay but if you could do anything in the world, what would it be? Oh, I would be a rock yeah. musician. And I'm like, what? You're an accountant, and you want to be like a rock guitar player? Yeah. Like, I love hearing that crap because I'm like, what, what are, are you doing, aren't bro? You then? You know? Yeah.
0: L. A. is like a party twenty four seven. Yeah. Think about sure. actually if you lived in like Ohio or like Kentucky or Indiana, right? You do look forward to the weekend because like that the only thing they have going on is like a ball game. Yeah. Whereas like here, there's like things th- going on. Oh. Every single day, like party at EPLP yeah. Tuesday, like Clifton's Wednesday, highlight room Thursday. Yeah, there's always there's so like a tart event Friday. There's a FabFitFun event. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's <laughs> always something. That's I literally, so true. if I went to my email inbox, I could be busy every night yeah. of the week. Oh my god, that's so true. It's just weird because like we live in a bubble. We do. We ch- also chose to do. We it. did you know totally, what I
1: mean? and that's why I think it. Like I don't not move shading. here. There's too much traffic yeah. <laughs> already.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. True or false? Becoming an entrepreneur. <laughs> is risky true I think. Yeah, true for sure. 93% said true. Okay,
1: yeah, because it is, but
0: yeah. I don't even know why you would say false. No.
1: It's always I mean, doing
0: anything is kind of, is risky. Yeah. Do you think male entrepreneurs slash CEOs are more respected than female? 100%. Yeah.
1: It's just, honestly, it's this fixed mindset, this innate thing that we don't even realize is in existence that, like, we can't even help it. Even I sometimes, like, I like having, like, male fitness instructors. I like having male, like, for no reason. Like, it's literally Just wired in my brain, like I feel like they're more of a leader, and that's so messed up that I even just said that because I know that it's not true, by the way. Like, I know that it's not true, but we're wired, and society has pushed us for our whole lives to believe that and can't help it. And it's really sad. Okay, you know what like pisses me off so much about
0: myself Mm -hmm. is that majority of the people I consume content from, which like I'm into like I'm either into, like, listening about, like, crazy dating stories, Mm -hmm. podcasts, or, like... I want either want to be extremely entertained Mm -hmm. or getting a lot of value, right? So, the people I listen to almost every time in the morning... If it's in the morning, I always listen to, like, a Mm business-related, valuable podcast. On my way, like, home from work, I treat myself with, like, a fun, juicy podcast, right? So, every morning... It's so weird because the people I listen to, my mentors that I listen to and consume content from are like Gary Vee, Ed Milet, Casey Neistat, Even like Dax like Shepard.
1: Yep. Like me too. Why me too? My favorite entrepreneur is James. Even Wedmore. think about like who? James Wedmore. He has the Mind Your Business podcast. Oh my god! How I never listened. It. Freaking me. Also, even like people like
0: Tony Robbins mm-hmm. or like coaches. Like I was listening to a podcast with Pete Carroll, the Seattle mm-hmm. Seahawks. Yeah shout out it's really weird
1: mm-hmm. when and i'm, I'm like, like is it because i'm not finding a podcast that i like or like there aren't any females doing that no there definitely are and imagine this if they were if there were two right in front of you like a female and a male which one would you choose i think i genuinely would choose the male and i hate the fact Dang, that i should do existence. a poll that's like yeah the, like literally the exact same podcast title which one would you listen to which one do you think is more valuable yeah yeah and like my mom and dad are both psychologists and my mom does a lot of work and studies on like this male female thing because she's definitely like a feminist and it's like really really interesting how the media and how everything conditions us over the course of our lives to like think that males are superior you know where a lot of this roots from
0: where where
1: hollywood the art
0: that we make Mm -hmm. movies Oh, yeah. Television shows, YouTube things. For instance, like think about all the rom-coms, or like things you grew up watching Mm -hmm.
1: and the powerful dude and then the innocent think about cartoons think about superheroes until like recently they're all men boys little boys heroes and like little boys don't want to watch a show with a female lead even as a kid and because it's already ingrained in you is that wild and what yeah and i think the wildest thing about that is that this is all subconscious like we are not aware that the writers have control yeah. When we go and we choose that thing, like, there's a reason why I want to choose a male that I'm not in control of that, of that why. You know what I mean? Also, isn't it Wired? so messed up that majority, I
0: should do a whole podcast on this, yeah. but majority of chick flicks, movies made for women, like uh, the demographic is women, mm-hmm. is written by an oh old I know oh my dude yep. named yep. Mark. It's messed
1: up. It's so messed up. Yeah,
0: like that's so weird to think about me in the theater watching and laughing at yeah. like some crude like little guy named Mark's jokes. Dude,
1: yeah, it's weird. It's really I know I'm like sounding crazy right no, now. No, but, no like, but it's true. I think the the film industry has like finally. I mean, we have so much more progress to make, but has taken a lot more leaps yeah. to like have all female like crew and like you know. Oh, it's just so interesting. Yeah,
0: so I would agree with you that men are more respected. respected. Mm -hmm.
1: 76% said yes. Mm -hmm. Do you judge someone based on their job? I think I do, and I wish I didn't, but I do. Well, okay. Not judge in the negative sense. Judge in the fact that, like, I think what we as humans do that I think is wrong is we let someone's job define them. Because think about it. When you meet someone, the first thing you usually ask is, oh, what do you do? Not like, what do you like to do? Oh, what are your hobbies? It's always like, what do you do for a living? And I think without even trying, we then kind of put them in this, like, oh, I'm an accountant. Okay, cool. Like... You know. It's weird though because people are like oh well, I hate it when people ask what do you do and I'm like that's what I do five out of the seven yeah. days no, a week. No that's why I think it defines a lot of people but also there's this weird aspect where also some so people So it goes do back to saying you should love what exactly, you do. Exactly because some people I talk to are like yeah this is my job but this isn't defining me because you know oh I'm an accountant but like I love singing karaoke on the weekend and I'm yeah. like okay so that's not who you are it's yeah. just what you do. I say that I judge. This one's 50-50. Really? That means it's good pull. Yeah, because yeah, I do judge someone based on what they do. I think what's interesting is even the term "judging someone" has a negative connotation. Yeah. But when you actually think about the definition, it means are you making a judgment, whether it's good or bad? So that's yeah. why, like, I'm saying, like, yeah, I do, but it's not always yeah. a bad judgment, but it's always a judgment. Yes. So I think every, I think probably more of those fifty percent of people also make judgments, maybe without even thinking. I think it's people like that say no are lying. I agree. I agree because you are no
0: matter what everything because in life, here's you're making a judgment. I'll tell you why. Yeah. If I was. The owner of Amazon. Mm-hmm. And you like and you didn't know that and we had a conversation and you're telling me that you don't judge people. You would freaking judge that. Hundred percent. You would be like, oh,
1: do you know what's interesting? Real quick, like 60 seconds. Yeah, as I went to this dinner, there's this group called Ampersand. It's like these events and they have these dinners. And the whole point of the dinners is that they bring a lot of like like minded people together. And the one rule is you're not allowed to talk about what you do for a living. So you're meeting all these people. You're like, bombing. how do they know you're like, like- minded? It, they organize it different ways. Like, for example, I went to one that was, like, boss women, and, like, they oh, just okay. invited people to copy it. Copy that. Copy that. So... It was all these women, and, like, I had no idea. And they were like, okay, the only rule is you cannot ask anyone about their job. You can't talk about work at all. And I was like, okay. So we're doing all these, like, bonding things, asking each other questions, like, really getting to know people. Yeah. It was super fun. I'm, like, getting to know these, random, like, people of all ages. And at the end, we all had to stand up individually, and everyone had to guess what we did for a living. Shut First of all, up. It was cool. First of all, no one guessed accurately for, like, anyone. Secondly, everyone in that room was a freaking boss and I was like what? Because then of course I was like holy crap and I was just being myself and I wasn't yeah. caring and here I am talking to the freaking like studio executive at Paramount.
0: Yeah. Like, oh my god I love it. Yeah, it was cool. What sucks is like that in this world relationships
1: matter. Totally. You know? You have to make a conscious effort to not and that's why it's so important to me like what we were talking about with like influencers or you know like people with a lot of followers or whatever like I make the conscious effort oh, to like, I'm so conscious be about that. be clear that it's like I don't care Care. Like,
0: care. that's not what I'm after. I you know? honestly feel like, like I used to, like, be so conscious about it. I'd be like, don't care, don't care, don't care. Mm-hmm. And now I find myself legit not caring.
1: No, exactly. Do you know like, what I, I mean? literally don't
0: care. Well, honestly, well, you know what, like, was a turning point for me when I met so many people with a crap ton of followers yeah. and they sucked.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, like, they bye. cannot hold a
0: conversation with me. And you're I'm like, like, I don't want to be your friend. I have no interest. Yeah, I know. Totally. And like hanging out with you at all. You're That's boring. Really I feel like I'm being so aggressive, but like, I'm just telling the truth. Do you judge if you want to date someone based
1: on what they do? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, same thing. Especially also. there's so many reasons. It's different with a romantic partner because you're also thinking like, okay, I need you to like give a crap about like yeah. finances. So it's, many like, things. Yeah. 63% said yes.
0: Okay. 37% is lying. Yeah, I agree bye what's your motto work hard now relax later
1: or relax while you're young work hard later it's funny that i like presented that question because i believe in like a really good combination of both like i believe in what i like to call intermittent retirements okay i think we should be like balancing like working really hard while we have the energy to work hard but also having fun while we have the energy to have fun you know what i mean i think work hard play hard
0: there is what was it on dax's podcast episode with i want to say it was pete carroll he talks about how it it was this book of like really successful like ceos and entrepreneurs and how every single one of them like every six months take a huge break yeah and how How just like stupid valuable it is but like you need to like not just like take a break you need to take Take a break like go off like go off the grid
1: that's the whole intermittent retirement thing and actually i've read i read a whole book which I, I a love four that. 4 hour work week by the way, good book. They have this whole section about like the concept of retirement and how like so many people are like disappointed because they're working their whole lives to like this retirement and then they get there and they're like Wait, okay, Wait, what hour? did I do? And yeah. also, I'm old. Like, yes. <laughs> instead of, like, work hard, play hard is perfect because why do we make money? To spend it on things we want to experience, things we want to own, things we... That's why we make
0: money. Exactly. Yeah. You no, know? I completely agree. Yeah. If I voted in this, I would say work now, relax me later. Too. 84% said that. Yeah. But I agree. Use both. I like, for said- me, for the longest time, I thought that if I'm going to eat healthy, I need to not eat dairy for ever right yeah i would think in my head like never cheating and then alicia really (laughs) and her like they go to a nutritionist it's a really good plan they've got going on right the nutritionist encourages having one cheat meal every week Mm -hmm. and doing so has really i feel like i've like applied that whole thing to my life Mm -hmm. that okay once a week I'm gonna go off like party hard have fun play hard like whatever it is whether it's like going off and like spending my money at the mm. fashion district mm. you know and doing it's soul like, cycle doing and what you want like it's typically a saturday for me like i go hard mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like with food like i have all the john and vinnie's i want i have blah 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 and i like let myself go and that way like, that sunday i feel like crap that that monday i am On my crap the whole week, and then by Saturday I'm ready to go. Yeah,
1: when you're like too restricted, then you like don't. You're like I need that, and then you end up like That's when most people end up giving up. Giving up. So, and I've never been so
0: consistent or like persistent. It's never motivated me so much because now I'm like, oh my god, like I get to have my cheat Mm -hmm. day like this weekend. Like I can't wait. So I honestly highly recommend one. Like even if it's a whole day, which I do a lot of the time, Mm -hmm. like go off. Mm -hmm. Which do you think is more important to your success mindset or skill
1: again it's one of those questions where i, I genuinely think you need both but at the end of the day mindset 100 because if you have the right mindset you can learn any skill or you can develop any skill but if you have the mindset of like no i'm never gonna do this i like can't nah, you're not gonna do it mindset's everything yep 83 percent said mindset okay cool hey people are pretty woke who follow you <laughs> woke <laughs> I love Followers that. I'm gonna say that work, work. Work. Stay woke, <laughs> stay, stay woke, stay woke. Okay, well,
0: that wraps up our poll. Oh God, I loved it. I love it.
1: Isn't it
0: interesting? It's thing so fun. Say? Yes, it's so interesting. <sighs> Adrian's definitely gonna have to be a recurring guest. Woo! I'm so down. We have so much we could do. We yes. could also do some juicy ish.
1: Because, like, yes, I love business, and you have so many have funny relationships. Yeah, Pimp yourself out. Oh my god! Hi. I'm Where does famous. everyone follow you? Okay, yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Adrian Finch or my podcast Instagram, which is at the Self Made CEO, and of course my podcast, and then my YouTube channel. Which and is go DM her and tell Finch. her that I sent you yeah literally like all the platforms search adrian finch and sucks, youtube and you'll find me just kidding. <laughs> yeah and youtube and i'm about to have a little youtube revamp situation thanks to so get um, pumped Taylor and alicia and thanks. alicia and if anyone's like interested in business stuff and you have any feedback on the podcast or feedback on what we talked about like also i'm so yeah or if you want to hear anything specific like from
0: adrian and i uh, hey i really liked when you honed in on the manifestation yeah. stuff like can you guys do that again or yeah, whatever absolutely like yes let us know okay That's so bad. everyone go follow her go gas her up in the comments yeah. and and, like rate and review Thanks. her podcast subscribe listen to ours you know the drill also like love you taylor so everyone <laughs> gonna like
1: gas her the heck up so even though cute. you already do
0: um please follow me on instagram at tks juicy poll so you can vote in the polls because without you the pod wouldn't be a thing yeah and please go leave some reviews on my podcast and screenshot them dm them to me so we can like chat and i can like gas you up too maybe yeah. i don't know anyway thank you so much for listening